0: fire in His eyes, seven stars, his right hand. So thankful to be with you once again on the program. And today I'm going to start off by reminding you that disciples of Messiah Jesus are commanded to tell the truth in love even when it's inconvenient and unpopular let's start by looking at ephesians chapter 4 but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head christ and then paul to his disciple timothy in second timothy chapter 4 Will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables, but you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Folks, oftentimes, certainly not always, but oftentimes, Paul warns that preachers are popular because they tell people what they want to hear instead of the truth that they don't want to hear. The coronavirus. Why would God allow something like this? I heard that question asked on television recently, and questions like that are very common when something like this happens. And I've heard recently preachers answer that question saying, well, this coronavirus, it's not from the Lord. What does the Bible say? Let's have a word of prayer. O Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, help us to understand the balance of the truth and love today. Messiah Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. Help us, send your Holy Spirit to fill us and bless all of our viewers today that we might understand and walk in your ways through these times. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Let's look at 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it be- begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? Then Deuteronomy chapter 32. Now see that I, even I, am He, and there is no God besides me. I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal, nor is there any who can deliver from my hand. Now to the prophet Isaiah, that they may know from the rising of the sun to its setting that there is none besides me. I am the Lord and there is no other. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create calamity. I, the Lord, do all these things. You know, it's the Passover season here in Israel. As I am recording this program, we had our Passover Seder last night. And during that time, Passover evening, we Israelis were under a special curfew lockdown where it's illegal for us to go out our front doors. This plague is in our midst here in the Promised Land and we have to stay in our homes like the children of Israel did when they were in Egypt during the first Passover. And at the same time, there's a locust plague that has spread across the Middle East, Saudi Arabia, Yemen. I read an article that spoke about how it was going to surround Israel but not touch Israel. It was going to pass over Israel. And a few days ago, during this, in this time of this Passover season, an earthquake hit off the coast of Elat in the Red Sea in the vicinity of where the children of Israel walked through the Red Sea, where the Lord had split or parted the Red Sea. Now think of this. The word water in Hebrew is "maim." The Lord parted the maim. The Hebrew word for heavens is shamayim. It reminds me of the rapture. Then the Lord parted the mayim, but very soon He will part the shamayim, the heavens to come down in the clouds and catch us up and take take us back to that place that He has been preparing for us. How could anyone say the Lord isn't doing all these things? And He he says, our Savior, He says, when you see these things begin to happen, look up for your redemption draws near. And and I've got to tell you that many watch our program from America and might say, well, it's it's un-American to say God would judge America. Folks, listen to this. I say this with great sadness and a heavy heart. Much of the America today has become un-American, compared to the America of its founding and up until the last many decades. Ask someone who's 80 years old I have. They don't recognize America, the America of today. You see, it's un-American to kill pre-born babies. It's it's un-American to not allow children and teachers to talk about the Lord Jesus in school or pray in schools. Now that would have been the Soviet Union schools many years ago. It's un-American for men to marry men and women to marry women. It's un-American to tell little boys that they're little girls and tell little girls that they're little boys and groom them for sex change operations. It's un-American for those false prophet pastors and teachers go along with this kind of foolishness it's un-american for the churches that don't care about the poor and needy while they go into deep millions of dollars of debt to build multi-million dollar buildings And, and and there are great and godly churches and pastors some who have big buildings but they do care for the poor and the needy and hallelujah for them but my point is is Our Savior Jesus, He didn't give His life for sticks and bricks. He gave His life for souls, for precious souls. And so many churches, they don't preach the gospel, but boy, do they have beautiful buildings. It's un-American. It's un-American for the staggering percentage of pastors and Christians who are hooked on pornography. These things are un-American. And God hasn't walked away from America But for decades, much of America, or what is called America today, has declared war on our Lord Jesus. You can't slaughter and shed the innocent blood of 65 million precious, helpless, little pre-born babies and think, well, everything's just going to be okay. Is it any wonder the judgments of the Lord today? Much of the church that is supposed to be the light in the world has created a Jesus that isn't God Almighty. There's little fear of the Lord that makes us tremble and fearful to sin against Him. Before He brought me to faith, I was terribly addicted to sin. After saving me, He then began to show me the things that I teach that became this television program, Watch Therefore. When I began to tell church people of the fearful encounters I was having with the Lord while still in my sin before, repenting and getting saved by Jesus. Some said this to me, Oh, God doesn't do that anymore. You see, that wrong teaching, it facilitates people not giving up their sin while still having a a God called Jesus. But it's not the real true and living Jesus Christ, folks. It's idolatry, creating a God that allows your sin knowing that i can't lie to you i have to tell you the truth in love amen do you still love me i love you and i want to bless you knowing that i can't tell you a lie i have to tell you the truth in love now in 2011 i wrote a book called america's ark the only safe place for Americans today and in that book I write about the America at its founding compared to the America of today and in many ways they're two very different countries certainly and when we come back from this important break I'll share more I just want to take a moment and say thank you to all those who are prayerfully and financially partnering with us here at Watch Therefore. The Watch Therefore television program is in 200 countries, 200 million homes getting out the gospel and the Watch Therefore message. Remember, Watch Therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. Like Romans 1:16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of blessing Israeli believers, John McTurnan, and myself, We co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well. Getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch, therefore, and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. In 2011, I wrote a book called America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. Now, nine years later, as the coronavirus blankets all 50 states of America, listen to these important words from the back cover of my book. Is this the same America that you remember? What is the cause of all the trouble and where is the USA headed? In the Bible, the Lord gives the prescription for His people that will heal their land. But what happens when they refuse the cure? Immediately after the horrifying events of 9-11, there was a Bible verse often quoted, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. But statistics and the condition of our very sick country demonstrate that His people have not listened. There's another Bible passage that tells us what the Lord does when His people refuse to listen and persist in their own way. This powerful passage also warns of things we are seeing in the news and feeling in our hearts, indicating that America will be an increasingly dangerous place in the coming days. Thankfully, our merciful Messiah provided a place of refuge found in the Scriptures from the Old Testament book of Ezekiel that will be the only safe harbor for Americans today. During these perilous times that are engulfing our land, you will find the only place of safety revealed on the pages of America's Ark. Gold, guns, and a house in the hills stocked with food is not the answer. Only the safety promised in the Word of God will protect us. Thankfully, beyond protection, there is even a victorious way forward in America's Ark. We would like as many people as possible to get this book. It'll be such a blessing and a help for you in this critical hour. So with a donation of any amount to our ministry, we'll send you a copy of America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. Just make sure that you mention America's Ark in the memo section of your check or in the notes section for online giving. We would like as many people as possible to experience the mercy of the Lord in this time of His judgments. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. In 2011, I wrote a book called America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. And I write about the America of before compared to the America of today in some of the most important and essential matters of life. Two very different countries. My book is based on this passage in Ezekiel chapter 14, It's a long passage, please stay with me. The word of the Lord came again to me saying, Son of man, when a land sins against me by persistent unfaithfulness, I will stretch out my hand against it. I will cut off its supply of bread and send famine on it and cut off man and beast from it. Even if these three men, Noah, Daniel and Job were in it, they would deliver only themselves by their righteousness, says the Lord God. If I cause wild beasts to pass through the land, And they empty it and make it so desolate that no man may pass through because of the beasts. Even though these three men were in it as I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters, only they would be delivered and the land would be desolate. Or if I bring a sword on that land and say, sword, go through the land and I cut off men and beasts from it, even though these three men were in it as I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters, but only they themselves would be delivered. Or if I... Send a pestilence into that land and pour out my fury on it in blood and cut off from it man and beast. Even though Noah, Daniel and Job were in it as I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither son nor daughter. They would only deliver themselves by their righteousness. And I have a question for you in this and the other passages we've looked at together from the Bible. Who takes full responsibility? for bringing the plague or plagues upon a land. The Lord Jesus Christ. That's who? Well, that's the Old Testament. Well, here's another Old Testament passage that very commonly during times of tragedy is used and applied to the New Testament church. 2 Chronicles 7, 13, and 14. 2 Chronicles 7, verses 13 and 14. When I shut up heaven and there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Question, who is sending the plague in this passage. I think it's pretty clear. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, the Apostle Paul is warning the sinful and worldly Corinthian New Testament church and listen to what he says using Israel as an example for we who are believers in Messiah Jesus today. 1 Corinthians 10. Now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. And do not overcome and do not become idolaters as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Nor let us commit sexual immorality as some of them did. And in one day 23,000 fell. Now he's talking about uh, events that happened with Israel in their sin in, in the book of Numbers. So we're going to look at Numbers Chapter 25, verse 3, and then down to verse 9. So Israel was joined to Baal of Peor, and the anger of the Lord was aroused against Israel. And those who died in the plague were 24,000. And if you look at Numbers 25 closely, you see why the discrepancy of 23,000 in 1 Corinthians 10 and 24,000 in Numbers, 23,000 actually died from the plague and then 1,000 were judged by the judges of Israel as the Lord commanded them to implement capital punishment. My point is that the Old Testament is a warning to the New Testament church. And so many have been taught that God is not that way and He doesn't do that anymore. Folks, it's not true. It's not true. By the way, do you know what insurance companies used to call hurricanes, tornadoes, and earthquakes? You got it. Acts of God. A hundred years ago in America, when these kinds of things happened, the church would gather together in prayer, fasting, confessing their sin, and repenting. He's still the one who judges. And if he judged, and does judge Israel, he will also judge America and the whole world. Some may even rightly be thinking that, well, evil powerful people in the world, they, they use disasters like this and plagues for their own wicked agendas. And, and that may be true. But in the Bible, the Lord even uses the schemes of the wicked to bring judgment in the earth. Remember, he used the wicked Assyrians and then the wicked Babylonians to judge his covenant people Israel in the time of their sin. Yet there is good news. Where's the love, brother? (laughs) There is good news and there is the love and mercy of the Lord. Yes, this is the truth in love. For one thing, there's an incredible pro-life movement in america there's an incredible very unique pro-israel movement in america and most importantly there's a remnant of those who are sold out for our savior messiah jesus in america and there's even good news from the ezekiel 14 passage that we were looking at a moment ago did you see it i'm going to share that with you you see the lord in His mercy and love, He remembers mercy in times of judgment for those who will repent and follow Him. And here is the ark, the place of refuge, our Savior Jesus, who ultimately is the ark, the place of refuge. Here's the uh, an ark He has provided, the righteousness of Noah, Daniel, and Job. You see, The Lord, he doesn't take pleasure in judgment and wrath, but he's holy and just, and he has to execute it according to his nature and his character. And he uses these judgments, like the coronavirus, to bring precious souls to repentance, to humble them from arrogance and pride and shaking a fist in God's face. Some will be humbled by things like this and will hear a message like this and others who are preaching the truth and love all around the world and, will, and, and, and along with the gospel, which I'm going to share in a moment, and they will come to Messiah Jesus in repentance. Hallelujah. And, but know this, we are so far up the prophetic road of Bible prophecy and the scenarios promised by the Lord in the Bible that here's a very important warning to receive For yourself today, it's to take the way of mercy and grace and the love of the Lord in this hour of the birth pain judgments. It's given at the end of these, uh, the, the, um, the warning of these judgments in Ezekiel 14, at the end of each one. Here's the way of grace and mercy the Lord has provided. Let's look at this. Or if I send a pestilence into that land and pour out my fury on it in blood and cut off from it man and beast, even though Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it as I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither son nor daughter. They would deliver only themselves by their righteousness. This kind of individual and personal righteousness of Noah, Daniel, and Job brought them through times of great judgment and testing. That is exactly what the earth is experiencing and increasingly will experience in the days ahead, the judgments from the Lord and great testing. And in my book, I write about their righteousness, which is the righteousness of Messiah Jesus. Noah, by the fear of the Lord, built the ark amidst a God-hating society that was facing God's wrath. He and his family found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Daniel purposed in his heart not to defile himself in Babylon, and he lived faithfully, serving the Lord during times of great trouble. And Daniel was positioned by holy living to confess and repent of the sins of his land and people, Israel. And this is what America needs today. And wherever you're watching from, the Lord has raised you up to live a holy life, confessing and repenting for the sins of your land and people, along with, of course, we are responsible to do that with our own personal sins. And Job, in the midst of great testing, said of the Lord, Though He slay me, I will trust in Him, because without faith it is impossible to please God. And folks, This is no time for preachers to try to be popular or sugarcoat things, nor for Christians to be worldly and ungodly. This is the time to confess our sins, repent and watch therefore, and be ready for our any time coming groom for His bride. That's the prescription given by the Lord. In Matthew chapter 24, He says, watch therefore and be ready. You don't know the hour or the day your lord is coming are you ready have you truly been born again messiah jesus said unless you're born again you cannot see the kingdom of god he came to this earth he lived a sinless life for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life he lived a sinless life he took our beating the nails went through His hands and feet and His innocent blood shed down that cross to pay for every time we've lied, cursed God's name, lusted, and many, many, many more in other sins. He died and on the third day, hallelujah, He rose from the grave. And He loves you. He loves you and He wants to forgive you. He demonstrated that by dying on the cross for our sins. God demonstrates it, His own love toward us. And then while we're yet sinners, Christ died for us and He rose again and He commands all men everywhere, repent and believe in the gospel, turn away from your sins, put your faith in Messiah Jesus, cry to Him, I'm a, I've sinned against you, I'm a sinner, save me, Lord Jesus. And then you begin to follow Him. He'll fill you with His Holy Spirit and give you a new heart, a new mind and a new life and you'll be ready when He comes for us to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. If you've cried out to him this way today, information on your screen, contact us. We'll send you some information to help you begin your new walk in Messiah Jesus. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at DoveForIsrael at gmail.com That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website WatchTherefore.tv We also have audio programs available on our website WatchTherefore.tv we are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.